2: now
4: Alex is best known for his reporting and research that has exposed the dangers and agenda of globalism. As the father of five children, Alex is working to defend faith, family, and freedom from the hostile philosophies and ideas that are contrary to the Bible and the United States Constitution. And now, here is your host... Alex Newman.
5: Welcome, everybody, to the Sentinel Report. I'm your host, Alex Newman. It is wonderful to have you with us today. We're so grateful that you took some time out of your busy day and decided to join us. Uh, we've got a lot for you today, including uh, big news and a very special guest. Uh, but we'll start with a word from the word like we always do. This is James chapter 1, verse 12. It said, Blessed is the man who remains steadfast under trial, for when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life, which God has promised to those who love him. And uh, like I said, folks, a lot of crazy news going on in the world, and um, it all is connected. And we're going to be talking about that uh, this summer, this upcoming summer. We're going to be going on the Until He Comes Prophecy Cruise. It is going to be so much fun. You can take your travel beyond the trivial, set off to sea to hear amazing speakers and experience the Caribbean firsthand. We're going to be stopping in all kinds of cool places, Haiti, the Dominican Republic, um, sailing out of Port Canaveral in Florida. And uh, speakers will be yours truly. Uh, Pastor Tom Hughes has been a guest on this program, a, a great man of God, a great American. Uh, Dr. David Reagan, Jeff Kinley, Bill Koenig, and um, Some others. So uh, during the prophecy cruise, you're going to learn all kinds of critical stuff about what's going on in the world today, how it relates to the Bible. Uh, The speakers will be sharing timeless truths and uh, interacting, engaging Q and A sessions. In addition to the amazing unwinding and wonderful meals, and just the incredible fun you can have on a cruise. So it's going to be a lot of fun. I'll be there. God willing, my wife will be there too. Um, I think uh, Grandma's going to be watching the kids for us. So we're very pleased with that. It's going to be amazing. I hope to see you there. You can get tickets at. Until he comes org and uh, use Newman at checkout. That's until he comes org and use Newman at checkout. All right, folks, uh, let's get into the news. We've got lots of stuff going on. Uh, the U.S. Secretary of Miseducation, Miguel Cardona, um, I don't know if he slipped up, misquoted, or if he did it on purpose. But either way, it was really, really funny. Uh, talk about ignorance. Listen to this.
6: You know, we're going to set up follow-up calls with every governor we met with to make sure we're available. Um, as uh, I think it was President Reagan said, we're from the government. We're here to help. Um, there's, there are resources there, there's technical assistance there, and there's a playbook that could support the work you're doing. Count on us as a partner in this. Our students are waiting. Thank you. you
5: know- yeah, like President Reagan said, we're from the government and we're here to help. <laughs> Here's what Reagan actually said.
4: I think you all know that I've always felt the nine most terrifying words in the English language are, I'm from the government and I'm here to help.
5: <laughs> yeah, the nine most terrifying words in the English language. Nothing to see here, folks. Uh, anyways, Dr. Malone, uh, Dr. Robert Malone has been a guest on this program. He's got some big news. Turns out the U.S. government and other governments have funded more than six thousand studies, that's six thousand six with three zeros after it on how to overcome vaccine Hesitancy, In other words, people who are skeptical of the mass vaccination agenda. Um, according to uh, what he found in PubMed, which is a place where they kind of collect all these studies, U.S. government, governments around the world, the World Health Abomination, WHO, uh, UNICEF, they have spent billions of dollars trying to figure out how to make you take these injections. Not just the COVID ones, but other ones as well. Obviously coordinated, Dr. Malone says. He says there are literally thousands of these peer-reviewed studies on vaccine hesitancy and how the government can overcome it. Uh, They talk about uh, methods like propaganda, censorship, using the law, and even behavioral control. Nothing to see here, folks. Uh, What product in human history has ever required 6,000 studies to get you to use it? Right when, when, when I'm thinking about like, you know, do I want food? Do I want you know, do they have to do studies to figure out how to force me to take it? Now, it's something's really, really fishy with this, folks. At the very least, we need a refund. I believe we need people in jail. Speaking of crazy stuff having to do with injections, it turns out the army in the United Kingdom was spying on critics of the covid craziness, uh, including Peter Hitchens, a, 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 a journalist in the united kingdom and uh, a lot of these guys actually publicly said they thought they were under surveillance now uh, the daily mail has got uh, official records proving that they were actually under surveillance so the military had uh, operatives targeting politicians uh, high-profile journalists who were exposing this crazy stuff it's they call it a shadowy army unit that was secretly spying on british citizens who were criticizing the regime's COVID lockdown policies Uh, Truly amazing, folks. They actually compiled a dossier on uh, ex-minister David Davis, who questioned the modeling that led to these crazy, uh, obviously false predictions. Uh, And many, many journalists. Folks, this is just crazy, right? This is just crazy. What we used to think of as the free world is clearly the free world no longer. Another explosive report. This just dropped today. Uh, Turns out the U.S. and the U.K. militaries created this giant censorship group that later morphed into the censorship industrial complex. This is right after the 2016 election of Donald Trump. They were clearly unhappy about that. So uh, a whistleblower has stepped forward here and handed some of these documents to uh, a number of writers and journalists: uh, Michael Schellenberger, uh, Matt Taibbi, and Alex Gutentag. And uh, what they found is really interesting. uh, uh, Michael Schellenberger's got a big uh, thread about it on X. He says uh, Bloomberg, Washington Post—I mean, sorry, Washington Post—and others published credulous stories in the spring of 2020, claiming that the CTI League was simply a group of volunteer cybersecurity experts. Founders included former Israeli intelligence official Ohad Zeidenberg, Microsoft security manager Nate Warfield, the head of SecOps for DEF CON, a hackers convention, Mark Rogers and others. And uh, folks, these fake media outlets wanted to make this seem like, oh, it's just a group of volunteers just trying to help humanity. Strictly altruistic. And according to uh, Schellenberger, in just one month from mid-March to mid-April, this supposedly all-volunteer organization grew to 1,400 vetted members in 76 countries figuring out how to silence you, how to manipulate you, and how to deceive you. Cosmopolitan magazine has an interesting article. The Satanic Abortion Clinic that's pissed off pretty much everyone and might beat the bands anyway. Yeah, uh, the Satanic Temple, literally the Satanic Temple, has started an abortion clinic in New Mexico. It's actually named after Samuel Alito, the Supreme Court Justice's mom. And uh, you, you almost can't believe this, but it is real. It's called Samuel Alito's Mom's Satanic Abortion Clinic. And um, according to the magazine, this is a legitimate medical entity run by an accredited clinical team that offers abortion care to patients within state lines. Ninety one dollars will get rid of your unborn baby for you. And uh, it turns out also all of them are members of the Satanic Temple. Nothing to see here, folks. And actually, what they are arguing is that they are performing religious rituals. When they're slaughtering babies, they are, in their words, performing religious rituals. And so they believe they have a First Amendment right to sacrifice more babies to Satan. And um, yeah, if the Supreme Court agrees with them, I think it's finally time to just call it, call it, right? It's it's over. Uh, You know, if the First Amendment means that Satanists can sacrifice babies to Satan, then uh, we no longer have a country. It's time for it all to just Go down. Right. It's just it, it's over. We got to start from scratch. It's its just too much. Uh, anyways, uh, one more folks, before we go to our first guest. A video of capital insurrection shows cops giving a fist bump to a fake protester that they arrested after letting him go. Clearly a fake arrest. Clearly a setup and a Jean Provocateur. Check it out.
6: To the Center Report. We're going to go to break real quick, and when we get back,
5: we've got Richard Grove with us. He is a conceptual artist, educator, forensic historian, uh, very, very intelligent individual. I'll tell you more about him when we get back from the break. Stay tuned right here.
7: Are you concerned about the economy? Are you concerned about the education system that is pouring radical, immoral, and unsafe ideas into your children's minds? Are you concerned about the rapidly declining moral condition of our nation and fear that your children won't enjoy the standard of living, the safety, and the peace that you and your parents have experienced? Hosea 4.6 says, My people are destroyed from lack of knowledge. But Jesus said, You shall know the truth, and the truth... Shall set you free. That's why Greater Than I Ministries is offering a special biblical worldview teaching combo that includes the Thinking Like a Christian video series, along with our new You Are What You Think textbook series. Designed to equip couples, church groups, and homeschool families to apply the Bible everywhere, you can get this life changing series now by going to gtimin.com and clicking the green banner at the top. That's G-T-I-M-I-N com and click the green banner at the top. You'll be blessed.
8: Hope for Our Times invites you to join us for a Prophecy Cruise, June 1st through 7th, 2024. We will set sail on the Royal Caribbean Adventure of the Seas and tour the Caribbean Sea with three ports of call, Puerto Plata, Dominican Republic, Labadee, Haiti, and Coco Key. These privately owned ports of call are great ways to safely and securely enjoy the Caribbean experience. The cruise will be an excellent way to spend time with like-minded people. Our world class speakers, Jeff Kinley, Alex Newman, Bill Koenig, Dr. David Reagan, and Pastor Tom Hughes, will deliver timely talks that will challenge and encourage you for the day in which we live. And you will have plenty of time to relax and unwind on the sea. You can enjoy world class food and entertainment along with special sessions and Q&A time with our speakers. You will also connect with others who want to to share the hope of Jesus with everyone they come in contact with. Visit untilhecomescruise.org for more information or to reserve your spot. We're offering early bird pricing if you sign up before December 31st. Visit untilhecomescruise.org and sign up today.
5: Welcome back to The Central Report. Our first guest today is Richard Grove. I've known him for a long time. He does a lot of stuff. Like I said, he's a conceptual artist. He's an educator. He's a forensic historian. Uh, for the last 20 years, he's researched, organized, and published the evidence of our non-elected leaders and their goal to achieve total global dominance. He's done a lot of educational podcasts. We're going to ask him about one of those today. He's done films. He's created courses designed to help the general public in regaining their intellectual self-defense and their cognitive liberty. He's got a current podcast every week, hour live stream of news analysis it's called the Grand Theft World podcast. He looks at uh, current events with some history. He provides uh, the audience with a comprehensive, non-fragmented understanding of events. Uh, during the week, he teaches at the University of Reason through his flagship course, Autonomy. His students learn executive skills, entrepreneurial skills, leadership, time management, project management, and a whole lot more. And uh, he says they, uh, they are finely tuned to help individuals ignite their potential and achieve a lifestyle of autonomy. Richard welcome to the program it is great to have you thank you for coming on Um, one of the things that you did that that really caught my attention years ago I I still think it's one of the many masterpieces you've done was your interview series for tragedy and hope with the great John Taylor Gatto Um, for the folks out there who don't know John Taylor Gatto give us a little bit of a background why was he so important and uh, are those lessons still applicable today
6: uh To answer the second part first, yes, they are very applicable today. They're more applicable today than ever. Uh, John Taylor Gatto was uh, the New York State and New York City school teacher of the year back in the early 90s, and he was being used as the example of why schooling can work. And he ended up resigning on the op-ed page of the Wall Street Journal, and he said, uh, I quit. I think. And he was showing that the only reason his students were successful was he was breaking all the rules of schooling. He was giving them their autonomy back. He was helping them define a unique agenda for each student so that they could reach and ignite their potential catalyze it and uh, send it in the direction of their choosing so through his various books the most famous of which in my opinion will be the underground history of american education uh it's a it's a great big book and it's been recently republished only the first part of it because it's a multi-volume series now but uh that book illustrated the cult of scientific management and the fact that there's the you know you want to call them Collectivists in a broad stretch, but there's uh, technocrats and there's eugenics and there's people who want a one world totalitarian government, which means you can't have an individual liberty and freedom and the right to practice and worship as you please. So all these things that we know as American and these enlightened values that it took a long time and a lot of struggle to, to justify those and to solidify them into our culture. It's only been the last couple hundred years that most people, uh, in, at least in this country have not had to have a hundred percent subjugation to a king or queen. So the old world, which still existed slowly after it couldn't conquer us militarily, changed the attitudes, the values, the beliefs.
2: Order now.
1: flare dot com.
6: of americans through the schooling system and through the mainstream media system and what they did was really brilliant it was devious and it's cunning but and it's still in effect and they changed our education system into a form of indoctrination or schooling and so it drops you off down here and life has demands up here It it demands self-learning and self-reliance to a great extent to be free. And there's a lot of self-responsibility that comes with freedom. It's not just the benefits. It's the work that derives into those benefits in the first place. So Gatto's work was monumental in pointing out the verifiable and substantial, meaningful history and evolution of these ideas as as they permeated into American culture. He passed away a couple years ago. And what I've worked on for probably the past... 10 years solidly was having recognized the work of Gatto and Charlotte Iserbeet, who wrote the deliberate dumbing down of America. Uh, they pointed out the problem. They pointed out who did the thing. And it was continuing to do the thing of undermining our youngest and brightest and trying to subjugate the world by, you know, they can't control your mind very easily so they can just dumb you down. So you don't use it. They, they get pe- people to assume things that, you know, are not true. And that is a form of control right there. So we need to be able to give critical thinking, creative problem solving back to people in the first place so we can have logical and reasonable conversations about rationality. You can only have rationality through comparison and contrast. So I've been working to provide individuals with skills so that they can fill these holes that were purposely created. These pitfalls can be marked and known and avoided uh so that we can have a stronger culture we have stronger families starting with stronger individuals and then that that uh that permeates out into stronger communities just you know our friendships our professional relationships the people we choose to to buy and sell with right uh, we vote with our dollars when we're educated and that starts to make the real difference in the world that we can control because when we always blame it on a third party then it takes away our ability and our agency to do something about it so extreme ownership We inherited this situation. We didn't create it, but we now have to deal with it and learn our way out
5: that the, the, the information that you and Gatto and others covered is, is the key. I mean, if we're ever going to turn this around, we have got to stop the dumbing down and the indoctrination of our children. Uh, Richard, we've only got a few minutes left in this segment, and I know you have focused a lot on exposing kind of the evildoers working on this one-world totalitarian system. You've got Tragedy and Hope behind you. Your interview series on Tragedy and Hope was fantastic. Um Real quickly, you know, what is their end objective, and what do you recommend for average, everyday people who don't want to live under this totalitarian, collectivist, one-world regime that these maniacs are trying to build?
6: Their one, their, their one goal that they've worked toward over 150 years for is a, a global government and world peace through a, a collectivist entity that denies people the individual freedoms of a right to self-defense first. They have freedom uh now because of the right to self-defense in the future when they create this piece that they want it's because nobody can revolt nobody can at- attack back nobody can push back against a uh, totalitarian technocratic system that's going to use surveillance and robots and drones and all these other things as layers between the ruling class and us and there's books out there like you know we heard heard during the pandemic from uh you know canada a lot and their deputy prime minister christia freeland is not just on the world economic forum's board and her grandfather wasn't just a nazi who took over people's companies and, and that's where their comp- their money comes from she wrote a book called plutocrats like the global elite and the, the like the world they're creating and then the rest of the people and it literally shows in that book that they have a plan to separate from us. They see us as useless eaters. They have plans for, you know, I mentioned eugenics, but it it goes much further than that because they don't want people to have the right to repopulate. They don't want people to have families and to procreate. And this is chapter one of brave new world, which is like their, their Bible. You know, the, the, the government grows the children to spec and pesky families and belief systems are out the door. That's how they end up controlling people.
5: So uh, before we let you go, we're we're just about out of time in this segment, Richard. How do we fight back, and how do people follow your work? How do people learn more about the excellent stuff that you're putting out there?
6: Don't get blackpilled. Don't be uh, pessimistic about this. I have optimism and belief in the human capacity to learn and outlearn our yester self, right? So uh, I'm continually doing work to this effect. You can find me at the uh, grandtheftworld.com for the podcast, live streaming 9 p.m. till 4 a.m. Sunday nights, Eastern time, and uh, breaking down the news of the week, smashing it into the history that people need to understand. And then getautonomy.info is our flagship course for adults, and it helps you uh, close the gap between what you need for education and where they dropped you off at your indoctrination. Yeah,
5: Uh, and and I've gone through some of those courses. It's excellent stuff that you do. Uh, Richard, I want to thank you for coming on the program. Hopefully we'll get you back again real soon. Appreciate all the work that you're doing in defense of freedom and uh, and everything that matters. Thank you, sir. Hopefully we'll talk to you soon. All righty, folks, stay with us. We're going to be right back with more from Andrew Muller breaking down the JFK assassination. What you need to know. Stay tuned.
10: Or get your very own my pillow bed sheets for as low as twenty four ninety eight. It's our biggest Christmas sale ever. Get all your shopping done now while quantities last. We
0: are here to defend democracy for the people.
5: Back to the Southern Report, Alex Newman, your host here. And folks, do go get your Christmas shopping done right now at mypillow.com. Use that promo code Newman. Whip out your handy smartphone if you got one of those portable surveillance devices. Put in that promo code Newman. Huge discounts. And also, especially for those of you listening to us via radio or podcast, uh, Patriot Mobile. Uh, if you use that promo code Newman, they'll give you a free activation. And uh, this is a national cell phone network company. It uses the same towers as all the other big companies, but it's not a company that hates you. In fact, uh, it's a Christian company. Conservative company that uh, values the same things we do. So go check them out. Patriot Mobile. Use the promo code NEWMAN, and they'll waive your activation fee. Our guest today is Andrew Muller, well-known to uh, regular viewers of the Sentinel Report. He's chief of operations at Liberty Sentinel Media. He's also a contributor to the New American Magazine, where I serve as senior editor. It is the best magazine on the planet, and I don't just say that because I write for it. I write for it because it's the best magazine on the planet, Um, and they just did a special issue. We just did a special issue on JFK, JFK assassination and the deep state. Andrew's actually got the cover story in here. It's an excellent, excellent article you are not a subscriber yet, you need to be. But, Andrew, give us the breakdown. What do we
11: need to know about the deep state and the assassination of John F. Kennedy? Yeah, well, thank you, Alex, for having me on the show. Uh, For those who don't know, last week, December 22nd, marked the 60th anniversary of the JFK assassination. And uh, we're still speculating what happened to JFK, who killed JFK, uh, where they were, what weapons they used, etc. But really, and what I do in my article, is I cut to the heart of the issue – of why was JFK killed? Who benefited? Um, And I think that anybody who looks into this with any level of detail will quickly realize that it's the deep state. And when we talk about the deep state, um, this is the deep state in America. It's the deep state abroad. Um, And it is the deep state that has just rooted itself in the CIA, that's rooted itself in Washington, D.C., in Congress, in the White House, uh, in the military-industrial complex. And ultimately, that's what killed Kennedy. Um, I I like to say that Kennedy was a disappointment, uh, not to the people that he represented, but to the deep state. Uh, And this is included in the cover story article that Taylor Caldwell, who was a young conservative author in the 60s, she wrote that she was concerned for JFK's life. And she said that she was reading communist periodicals. She was attending communist meetings to get the scoop on what they were doing. And she said that they were hoping, the communists, that JFK would bring a neo-Marxist revolution to America and, quote, he has disappointed them. And she was concerned that he was going to get... uh, snuffed out as a result of it. And I think it's obvious and pretty much uh, impossible to refute that that's exactly what happened, Alex.
5: Yeah, I I think you're right. And, you know, even if we don't know the specifics of who uh, exactly fired the fatal shot and, you know, all the individual characters involved, it's so obvious that the the story we've been told, the Warren Commission report, uh, total fraud. Uh, I've got an article in here where they expose how they tried to blame conservatives for this. Uh, They they say, oh, it was the John Birch Society of conservatives. I mean, total, total hoax, total fraud. Uh, In fact, the the guy, uh, Oswald, who officially at least pulled the trigger, had actually tried to murder uh, uh, the leader of the JBS, uh, General Walker, uh, in his home, a a very well-known conservative figure, uh, U.S. military general. Um, What were some of the things, Andrew, and you get into some depth on this in your article, but what are some of the things that JFK was doing that would have so alarmed the deep staters that want this crazy one-world order and, and basically want to make us all into serfs, if we're lucky?
11: Yeah, basically three things. The dissolution of the CIA, he wanted to, quote, shatter it to a thousand pieces and throw it to the wind. He did that by firing Alan Dulles, who was a untouchable in United States politics, who was the director of the CIA after World War Two. Uh, that was number one. Number two was that he was withdrawing troops from Vietnam. Uh, this was a war that was started in the Bay of Pigs and Cuba and all these different things uh, were being planted by the CIA prior to Kennedy's administration, he was trying to right some of the wrongs. He did that by signing National Security Action Memorandum 263, uh, which started a withdrawal less than a week after Kennedy's assassination, Lyndon Johnson rescinds that order. Uh, And then finally, Kennedy was against secret societies. He gave a speech in April of 1961, where he uh, said, we are opposed to a monolithic and global conspiracy, and he pointed out secret societies. So in my opinion, these three things are the ultimate uh, targets that killed Kennedy. And also, Alex, people speculate. Was it the mob who killed Kennedy? Was it Lee Harvey Oswald? Was it the KJB? Was it the CIA? Uh, Was it the deep state? Was it, uh, you know, the FBI? Was it Lee Harvey Oswald just by himself? No matter where you land on that, actually, it still all points to the deep state. Lee Harvey Oswald was a CIA uh, informant. The mob was hired by the CIA prior to Kennedy to uh, try to take down and assassinate Castro. Um, You know, obviously, the CIA and FBI don't have to say anything about that. And then the KJB, they couldn't have done it without some sort of insider information or some sort of insider help. So no matter where you land on this, there's a deep state element to it. But the key is the linchpin is this, is that there was a cover up that the United States played a role in and they still play a role in every day that we don't release these documents. So we need to elect a president and a Congress that will demand uh, that the rest of the Kennedy assassination documents be fully released and the ones that have been released are fully uh, removed of any redactions.
5: Yeah. And and hopefully that'll be coming soon in uh, 2024. I know uh, you you, you were the one who told me about this, that Roger Stone had talked to Donald Trump about this. And uh, apparently Trump said that people would be so shocked once they find out what's going on. Uh, it's just horrific. And, you know, there are those people who say, well, it was either the KGB or the CIA, not realizing that there's so much crossover between the two. Uh, you know, I, I've given talks on this for many years. The, the CIA was, of course, the, the outgrowth of the OSS, which from the very beginning was dominated by communists. And when I say dominated, I mean like literally dominated, like uh, John Brennan, a proud member of the Communist Party, being given a security clearance and then going all the way up till he ran the Central Intelligence Agency itself. And as the uh, Chuckie Schumer, Senate Majority Leader, Explained in an interview with that weird guy, Rachel Maddow. You cross the <laughs> intelligence communities, they've got six ways from Sunday to get back at you, That's creepy right. little smirk. And they all know it, right? They all know it. You cross them, they'll get back at you somehow, some way. Uh, we're just about out of time. Um, but, folks, here's the special issue The New American. Uh, you can read some of this stuff at thenewamerican.com uh, once you're a subscriber you can access all of it some of it's obviously behind a paywall but uh, if you're not a subscriber yet you should be you can get a subscription to the print magazine um, for really cheap Like for a year I think it's like 49 bucks and mm-hmm. if you use the promo code Newman it goes down 10 bucks so uh, great magazine really really stellar stuff Andrew's article is fantastic Andrew thank you for joining us uh, thank you for for covering this really critical subject uh, really appreciate it thanks Alex appreciate it absolutely alright folks we are out of time but this is The Sentinel Report I'm your host Alex no matter where you're watching us, we sure appreciate you tuning in. Tell your friends, share the link out, send it around to your neighbors, your friends, your pastor, your congressman, your state reps, and everybody else. We've got to get the truth out. We've got to save our country, and that's on you. Thanks again. Till next time, God bless you all.
4: Reach a loyal demographic of freedom-loving Americans who vote with their dollars. Promote your patriot business on AMP News. Contact Sean Morgan at sean at amfews.us.